Today's episode is sponsored by Second City Training Center. Add some funny to your weekly routine with an eight-week improv writing and stand-up comedy class at the Second City Training Center. Use code FUNNYPOD for 15% off improv level A, writing one, or stand 101. The new season starts January 7th. Go to secondcity.com backslash TC or call 312-664-3959 to register. Hey, welcome to Unlearn. I'm Kat and I have a new buddy here with me today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, oh, okay. I thought you were introducing me. Hey, oh, no. <laughs> I'm Bill or Billy, whatever, whichever one you want. Bill, Bill Bullard. Uh, what else should I say? I'm a I'm I'm a stand-up comic and actor in Chicago, and yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm here to do a podcast because I do podcasts. <laughs> I get I get uh I get all kinds of worked up. You're uh, you're 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 weird robot over there is like making lights and sounds whenever i speak and i'm like i'm not talking to you whatever your amazon or yeah ignore don't don't say uh her name yeah well can't say her name we (laughs) we changed her name from alexa to computer oh okay Okay. Good. She didn't hear me. Good. Good. I should, she like turns on. It is weird how we both like leaned back and away from it, just right. in case. Like, did she? Did she hear? Okay, she didn't hear. Uh, but yeah, I'm a comic and an actor, and I have done I don't know lots of different podcasts and and stuff uh, on on the web. You can look me up. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I'm also I also was just recently on TV for like four whole seconds on. <laughs> uh netflix on on their on the show easy on netflix and uh yeah you can see me putting away chairs at my <laughs> at my live show congrats on your success so that's that's me i do a lot of different stuff i will say that uh oh, i did see that episode of easy and then just happened to go to a comedy show at beauty bar and i was like hey i saw you on easy a couple of weeks ago he was like whoa like he was it was cool so that's how we met um, that is because I saw him and I was like, I know that face. I've seen that face. I've heard his comedy. I'm gonna talk to him and yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because it was one of those times when you like somebody walks up and they're like, "Hey, I saw you on this thing," and I was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah." For like four seconds, it's fine. <laughs> and they're like, "Cool." I thought maybe that was just gonna be the end of the conversation. Like, thanks for watching. And then you were like, "Hey, do you want to do this thing?" And I'm like, "Okay, let's figure that out." So yeah. We, yeah, we, we figured it out. We figured it out. <laughs> Here we are. All right. So, um, as all of y'all know, Slayer Nay was a pretty common segment last in the season, last season, all of last year. And I'm going to be straight up. I didn't make any goals this year because fuck it. Why? Because I, <laughs> I, lo- I didn't really accomplish what I wanted to accomplish last year. Um, but I'm going to wrap up Slayer Nay for 2017 so i can put 2017 in the past and uh look at 2018 so it's a new year slightly different me no new goals i mean i don't think that's necessarily even that bad of a thing because we we live in america right now like (laughs) like at this point i'm definitely in a place where i'm like i'm not making no resolutions like 
I'm not about to sit here and pretend like I'm gonna quit smoking. Like that's not gonna happen. <laughs> we live in a we live in a like a potential apocalypse at any given second. Exactly. Like I'm yeah. not gonna quit smoking. I'm not gonna go on a, a diet. That's not happening. <laughs> And it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. I'm in survival mode every single day. Like, I don't need to come up with, like, some other fake goal so I can, so I can, like, have a reason to survive. Because I just am surviving and that's all I'm doing right now. So, like, I'm not going to get emphysema. Like, that's not going to happen this year. So, let's, let's act like things are, think the things that are happening in front of us are the things that we need to resolve ourselves against because that's yeah. what's true i'll start making goals again when we have a new president i'll start yeah i'll start making goals when like i'm literally not afraid we're going to be you know in a nuclear blast at any right. given moment living living by the seat of your pants i love it um but so- in the meantime i'll keep being a boss bitch out here <laughs> in the streets but i'm not i'm i got goals i have ambitions <laughs> But I don't need to lose weight. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. That's not where we're going with it. I got. I got stuff I got to do out here. So. Uh, <laughs> yes. Congrats to being a boss bitch. I mean, you are. You're a boss bitch. You like it. I'm just saying. It's like you know, I'm working. I'm yeah. not gonna quit working. I'm just not gonna do. You know. Yeah. Whatever I'm not gonna the, standard, the like, resolution. Like it's New Year resolution. All that stuff bullshit. is a game anyway. Yeah. It's just meant to. For capital, it's for gyms to make a lot more money right. at the beginning of the year, and I'm not, I'm not with the shit. So. I, just, I just feel like every single time that like I actually accomplished a goal, I started in like September or December or right. like that's some the, yeah, that's the other thing. Time. It's like once the once the year gets going for me and I know what I'm about, then maybe I can make some goals for the mm-hmm. end of it. But I'm not. Yeah, it's too early. I don't even. I ain't even listen. <laughs> last year ain't even over for me yet. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> I still, you got, still a, got paychecks to collect. I still, I still have paychecks to collect from 2017. Where are you guys at with my money? Then we can talk about resolutions. Thank you. Thank you. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Multiple checks. Where are they at? Right. Um, so just like a quick update to let you guys where know where I am with like my mental health on I took my last antidepressant. On December 31st, it was yeah. not, it was like not supposed to be. It just happened to fall on December 31st. We're just like, wild. Fuck you, depression. I'm leaving you in 2017. Um, but it was followed with uh, aggressive withdrawal. <laughs> Immediate crash. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, I, I will say I'm not depressed anymore. I'm at my baseline. It turns out my baseline is just generally dead inside. So I actually feel pretty good because it's a lot better than being depressed. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I feel like my disposition is generally dead inside, but really not happy about it. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but I definitely have depressive episodes. So yeah. uh, good on you for being able to kick the drug, kick the drugs yeah. to the side and, and just deal with it on your own. Yeah, eat shit, big pharma. Um, no, actually, Zoloft helped me a yeah, ton. <laughs> I know a lot of people who has helped. And yeah, it, it, I don't think it really helps me, but I, I have other things that. Uh, that I do to this makes it sound like I'm doing some kind of crazy. <laughs> I am in therapy. I did just we just don't use Zoloft. That's all yeah. I meant. <laughs> therapy is good for everybody. Try it. Definitely, hundred percent. My m- me and my therapist, we've been getting deep lately. I've been crying significantly more. <sighs> I just like I don't like that. I know. 
I don't like that my therapist started getting me to cry lately. I know. What is that? What Why is fu- that happening? <laughs> can't I just talk? I can't. Do you know how hard it is to talk through tears? Yeah. It's just like I lose like 10 minutes of my session. Right. I'm, just, like, I'm paying for this. It. I don't right. have time to be. I got words to say. I can't be. She left me. Like, I don't have time for all that. Come on, man. Why are you? Ugh, I don't know. So, I mean, I don't want to say fuck my therapist. She is amazing. She is a bomb bitch. Um, and I'm very happy to have her in my life. Yeah, that's dope. So, uh, I'm going to say that I slayed on mental health because I made it through this depression. Uh, I'm crying in therapy now, though. I'm, I am pissed about it. I am pissed about, like, waste my time crying. <laughs> uh, I could cry at home. When I, I like that you get it because anybody else I say some stuff like that to, they're like, oh, this is a macho. Like, you got to unlearn <laughs> this patriarchy. And it's like, hell yeah. Yo, 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 yo. Let me uh, let me just go ahead and say I, there's a lot of patriarchal bullshit I have to unlearn. Crying is not one of them right, things. Right, right. I'm not, it's not on some macho shit. I'm not like a macho guy. Like, <laughs> crying is not, not crying is not because it, it's macho. It's just because it's like, this doesn't feel like a thing I want to do. Right. Like, this isn't how I get this shit out. I understand other people people getting it out with a good cry but it's like i didn't nothing got accomplished if i just cry right so that's just how i am it's more because i'm a i'm a i'm a i'm a fixer right not like yeah anyway no i feel that i I was like me too (laughs) um one of my other goals was like falling in love with fitness so that did not happen necessarily i did go to um a water aerobics class and turns out i am an old lady inside because i (laughs) fucking love that shit i was surrounded by basically all like old like like old old like 80s like octogenarians like and i was just like in there we were chatting it was amazing i fucking love water rubbing so yeah but you know it's like there's like something to be said for being like engulfed in something like engulfed in water mm-hmm. while you're doing and that resi- that natural resistance that doesn't have a whole bunch of impact or mm-hmm. like weights and stuff like i can understand why people like that people like that People like water, yeah. You know, like water. Uh, I was gonna say water sports. Like <laughs> different thing. Nope. Uh, people, nope. yeah. Aqu- aquatic exercise. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Aquatic exercise. No, uh, <laughs> oh, no, I think that water sports gross. It's like being supported while also having resistance against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. That's that, yeah. Get so it. It was a hit class, a high intensity interval training class and it was like all in water so like none of my joints hurt after exactly i just and i felt and it was like a brutal workout yeah but i was like all about it so and i I kind of like being surrounded by all those old people (laughs) i don't know all right fair enough (laughs) they were just like happy and chatting and just like i think if they can make it 80 years maybe I can make it like 50 more years and just be happy and chatting. And I don't like, know if I want to do that, all that. I know. <laughs> I just like, I'm just glad that life doesn't completely ruin you where you can just enjoy water exercise. Doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it though? It, uh, I mean, there. you're right. Yeah. There must be some people who are the opposite of this, but I don't, <laughs> need, I don't know that I need 50 more years of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be in this thing anymore. I could take I could take like five more and give me a new chassis. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. what are we talking about? Uh, and then like my final goal was um, getting my career in order. So that's still uh, a slay on the way, a work in progress. I started my own business. I just, uh, clients are hard to get. So that is, that is a thing. 
but other aspects of my my career has been improved. Also, just like my mental health around like how I view career and work has sincerely has like completely improved. So mm-hmm. it's actually I feel like killed from a lot of work related trauma in the last year. So that is that's that's kind of dope. That's good. Let me get shit together this year. Maybe I don't know if, if it gets together. It fucking gets together. Anyway, mm. <laughs> let's, 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 that's, I'm not I'm not anybody to speak to on on uh, getting your career together. I mean, I, I quit a very promising career in 2016 to become a full time artist, and like, yeah, I don't recommend it. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I have to do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have to do it. I'm not going to be anything else. Like, this is it's either this or I'm in a ditch, uh, and it's very close to the latter. Um, but. You know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. you listen. If you are out here starting a business, or if you are trying to make a career change, mm-hmm. or go back to school, or whatever, don't go back to school. It's don't a scam. Go back, don't go back to school. Uh, but it if really you're trying, to, you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah. If you're trying to like learn something, learn a new trade, or whatever, whatever. Or if you're like, I need to do X, Y, or Z, but it doesn't make sense because my career's like, man, I'm in a place where like I would not have been here. In 2018, if right. I stayed with my job, because yeah. I would be dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would, somebody would find somebody would have found me that, in the bathroom at work. You know what I'm saying? That is depressing. So, well, you know, but I'm just saying, like, I'm now I'm doing the thing, right? Yeah. Like now I'm doing the well, thing. You, so you you're can't. Happy. You're happy. And and I'm not famous <laughs> by any stretch of the word. Yes, I have. Um, at IMDb credit, yes. one one IMDb credit. That is one more than most of our listeners and most of the people out there. Yeah, but if it could get me one more dollar than I have right yeah. now, that would be dope. <laughs> it is not, but so that would be fine if that were the case. But 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 like you said, I like the I like the term you use, slay on the way, because it's yeah. like that's the only like when we talked about goals and resolutions and that kind of shit. That's like the only thing I care about is continuing to make progress with that. Right. Yeah. And I don't have a specific goal because you can't control it 90% mm-hmm. of the time any goddamn way. So like <laughs> I'm just trying to continue to make progress, do things that I feel like, okay, that I did not do that thing last year or or I attempted to do that thing last year and got curved or got rejected or blah 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 and this year I at least made headway with the people involved in the process of making yeah. those decisions. <laughs> even even that is yeah, something, no, right? Cuz you can't you can't control like so much of it you can't control. And even the parts you can control, a lot of the time you can't control. Because, yeah. like, <laughs> you have to be at your best state all the time to be able to do half the shit you have to do to, like, keep your career going. Especially if you're freelancing or running mm-hmm. your own business and all that stuff. Being in the place where you're at your best to be your own boss is a job on top of the actual job you have to right, do. Right. So... As long as you can make progress on that, I feel like you're doing something. You know what I mean? Thank you. That helped. That helped. <laughs> that was mostly for myself, but I'm glad <laughs> that it helped you too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so today we're going to get into our main topic. And mm-hmm. we just, so there's just this like societal thing. I feel like I see across all cultures where everyone's just kind of afraid to like talk to each other and have like open honest communication and we're not like it's just like so much more than across the aisle bipartisanship bullshit Mm -hmm. it's like 
every like every aspect of life everyone's afraid to openly communicate with each other so we're gonna learn this like toxic non-communicative nonsense today yeah it's like not being straightforward like always like even in situations where it doesn't even make sense to do this like weird roundabout circumambulating around the words you want to say or like not telling somebody how you actually feel because you're afraid or you're going to feel guilty about your feelings like it's that's so wild to me because it's like your feelings if you are feeling them genuinely cannot be wrong right even if you even if it could potentially hurt another person if you explain it to them genuinely why you feel the way you feel that's not wrong and it's better than lying to them about it and having them find it out later you know what i mean and that's my thing is that like man i am i have this is no ego i don't like this it's like a superpower (laughs) i said to a friend of mine it's like you it's like you got a superpower it's like you know when you're in in a movie that's about a psychic or a person who just realizes they're psychic and mm-hmm. then they first the, the way they first realize it is because they'll be hearing a motherfucker's thoughts and then they're like yeah. what did you say and that person's like i didn't say anything <laughs> and it's like oh i can't turn this off right. like that's how i feel about this what i'm about to say is <laughs> okay. that like this is like my superpower but i have no control over it yet i'm in the first act of the movie where it's like oh, i feel bombarded by this uh <laughs> I have a bullshit detector that is like just like off the charts powerful. Like anytime somebody hits me with some, like even just some tiny self-aggrandizement that I know that they don't believe, even if it's kind of accurate, if I can tell you don't believe it, I just can tell. And I hate when people do stuff or say stuff that's like just so they can say something different than that thing they actually want to say. Cause I'll instantly I'll be like, so wait, but then what's this? And I'll ask one question and the whole tower right. of sand will crumble in front of me. And then they get mad at me yes. for noticing that they're lying to me. It's like, I'm sorry that I, that I noticed you. People I'm, get so defensive. But I can also tell there's something else going on. It's not yeah. like I'm, it's not like I'm trying to tear you. Yeah. I'm not trying to tear your life down. I'm not trying to drag you. It's just like, I just asked you one question about right. the thing you said and it fell apart. I'm sorry. I'm, ins- <laughs> I'm incisive or something. But yeah, so that's like, it's been on different levels and in different parts of my life. It definitely has caused problems. Uh, so like what has, what's like a specific instance or, I mean, if you feel comfortable like sharing, but like a specific instance where you pulled the thread and watched things unravel and like, how did that person react? How did you react? Because I I found out that when you call out bullshit, mm-hmm. negative, like, you're punished for it. Yeah. And, I mean, I've experienced that in work. Like, literally at one of my jobs, I was just like, uh, I'm pretty sure that this person is embezzling money. And and they were like, so, and I, I took this to the board of directors, and they're like, um, but don't say anything because she's really vindictive and re- and will retaliate if you like mention this. And it's just That's like you're ridiculous. her bosses, right? You're her bosses, yet you are afraid of her, yeah. or like I'm trying to, I'm gonna get punished because she's fucking stealing money from a nonprofit, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. Um, but it's just like people are just so. I don't know. Like, I don't know if they just don't want to address the reality mm-hmm. or 
if I don't know if they were getting kickbacks. I mean, no, it's I think it's simpler than that. I mean, mm-hmm. based on your specific example, I would guess, I would venture to guess that those people know on some level that that's probably true, but the idea that they would have to they would have to attack that in such a way that is confrontational in a way they don't mm-hmm. want to be and mm-hmm. so that's a, a big part of this is that like i think the underlying current is not that people are like just love lying it's that that they, they just are so afraid of doing the thing that where they have to confront somebody on some uncomfortable shit or mm-hmm. some like or like a hard topic that they would just rather leave it alone they would just rather keep the status quo even though the status quo is like hurting them you know what i mean um and then you get to a point where, yeah, if you are breaking that established order, you become the the problem rather than the actual problem. Like you calling out the problem right. is is more troublesome to them than the actual problem. And it's like, well, then you know. That means to me that always screams, then you know. Right. <laughs> and you're mad because me saying it means you fucked up somewhere. Because right. like you said, you're reporting it to the board of directors who are ostensibly the bosses of the person you're reporting. Right. And so on one level, they're like, oh, I don't want to do this. But if if I don't do anything now that it's been reported, then it looks like I'm not doing my job. Which, hey, you aren't, by right. the way. <laughs> Um, they didn't yeah so so yeah so people look at you they shoot the messenger because it means that Mm. if if you get punished that means you were wrong or implicitly it means that you were bullshitting or or that everybody was doing their job and you were just making up some bullshit or lying you know and that's messed up yeah but it happens all the time especially in the midwest i mean we're we're Mm. in the midwest oh yeah where everyone's just so polite so but it's not even polite it's It's it's, so fucking rude like be real passive aggressive yeah is what it is it's like they don't want to they'll sit right in your face and be like no everything's fine you didn't do anything i'm not pissed and it's like yes you fucking (laughs) are i can see it all over you why don't we just talk about it like people won't do that man and i think it's it's it goes really deep i think it goes really deep in people's psyche it really I, I okay i can give you an example i was at i was at the bar a lot of my stories start at the bar sorry yeah. <laughs> um, i was at the bar and some dude just some dude right just some mm. random older white man not not old but like older than us i'm in my mm. 30s and like he's probably maybe 40 41 and he just like somehow him and the bartender at my favorite spot started talking about like the mortgage crisis from a few years ago mm-hmm. and how it like tanked the economy. And, but this dude kept saying stuff like, well, it, it wouldn't have been that bad if people didn't just walk away from their mortgages. And I'm like, no, homie, the problem had already happened by then. The right. People were co- running away from their mortgage and walking away from this stuff because the, the thing had already collapsed. Right. And there was no way for them, even if they paid every dime that they owed, they would never get the value of their home back. They would never, that equity is gone. And that was ho- supposed to be the whole thing. Right. And then people kept getting mad at me. And I was like, how are you mad at me? Right. <laughs> Why are you not bad at like this Wall Street? Why are you and they're not like, bad well, the why, are you, like, why are you saying this? Why are you so loud? Why are you so aggressive? Why are you, why are you starting a fight? And I'm like, I'm what? not. I'm not starting any kind of fight. I'm just literally telling him the facts right. of the situation. Yeah. And then the guy comes up behind me. And of course, he's like, well, the thing, the, the, the real issue is that now that happened. But now there's like all these regulations and that can't happen again. And I was like, uh-uh, uh. friend, no way. Nuh-uh, no. That did not happen. There are no regulations. Right. Nothing changed. Right. In fact... <laughs> We paid those people who tanked the economy yes. more money yes. to save them 
to get back on track. And then they did the same thing again. And so nobody went to jail. There are no regulations. Mm -hmm. And this guy wasn't even mad. We weren't even fighting. But the bartender came up to me, a friend of mine, a person I have known for years, who I've, who's been in my home. I've been in his home. It's not just the guy behind the bar, yeah. right? <laughs> he came up to me and was like, hey, Bill. You got to stop, man. Otherwise, you know, we got to stop this conversation. It's too much. And I'm like, why? We're not even fighting. He and I are actually having a calm conversation now. And he's like, I just don't want to hear it anymore. I'm just sick of it. Yeah. And then, you know, I was like, wow, dude, that's really fucked up. But what it was is that he didn't like the idea of me putting this dude in his place because mm -hmm. if that dude didn't listen, then it would become a whole thing. Even though he he knew I was right. And after the dude left, not angrily, he was actually just like, all right, I'm going to back out of this conversation because I don't think I have any more arguments. And I was like, you don't have any more yeah. arguments because I've pointed out everything that you said. And then he left and it was all chill. And then the bartender came up to me and was like, I'm sorry, man. I just, you know, you were just being aggressive. And I was like, no, I was just Ugh. being right. Ugh. And, you know, the bartender How, happened to be like white, but he's coded. a good. That's yeah. so coded. It's so coded. Yeah. But, you know, the bartender happened to be a white man. And I looked at him right in the eyes and I was like. Do you understand how you saying that I was being more aggressive than him when he and I were actually having a civil conversation says a lot about what you are thinking and, the, and, and where like think about all the shit that that comes where that comes from. Even if you're not necessarily thinking that out loud, the reason why you're you are doing the action that you're doing coming to me and telling me to be quiet is just to keep the status quo because because mm -hmm. it's harder to change this dude's mind than to mm -hmm. just shut up and let him be wrong and be publicly wrong right instead of letting me be publicly right people hate tension and he apologized to me for that and i was Good. like well you should have apologized before you threatened to kick me out like, right <laughs> And that's so fucked up. Yeah. And that's happened to me a lot in my life. You yeah. know, there's so often times that people are like, would just rather not talk at all than to be tense and have a tense conversation. Even if that tense conversation would lead to somebody being not, even if their, their mind isn't changed, they're no longer publicly wrong, right. you know, like <laughs> loudly and publicly wrong. Cause I'm just not going to stand there and be like, yeah, you're right. When I know you're loudly wrong. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And that bums me out, man. I just can't. I can't do that, especially in 2017. I'm just over it. And so. no, I feel you because I'm so I'm so much the same way. People hate arguing with me because like I I like take every single thing, every like argument and mm -hmm. then explain to them why it's inherently or conceptually or like whatever like right. why it doesn't hold you actually then, address their concerns yeah it's because i was like a debate kid so <laughs> it's just like what you do you have to attack an argument like argument by argument right. and so you have to actually address even if you're not even if you're doing this in a rhetorical sense yeah i, I was not a debate kid but <laughs> but let me tell you, you, sound like you been good. the speech yeah the speech <laughs> the speech a uh, teacher in my high school who was also the debate coach, be she begged me for a year, and I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not, doing it. <laughs> I'm not that much of a nerd. So then I joined the marching band and became a drum major <laughs> instead. Ha ha! Now I'm cool. Idiot. Uh, but yes, I, 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 you had to take speech in, in, in school, and we had to do a debate, and like same, same kind of thing. It was like, you have to address their specific 
things, their arguments against you, you have to address them, even if you're doing a rhetorical paper where it's not a debate in front Mm -hmm. of another person. You have to go, well, my detractors might say this, and to that, here's what Mm -hmm. I will say. And that's how they teach you how to write papers. Like, that's how, what are those type of papers called? I'm not a literary person. Um, Well, Um, you're just talking about writing a persuasive argument. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. But, uh, it's like, it's a, a type of paper that they taught, so it's just like, you have if you don't address the arguments, then you're like you, you haven't done anything exactly. Yeah, and so that's how I just kind of grew up. Right. It's just Me like too. you address you address the argument, and even if I don't explain my side, I'm more than happy with deconstructing your side. Like I don't know if I necessarily even need to explain my perspective. I well, mean, right. it's like it's not necessarily productive not to explain my side, but at the same time, it's just like you said, I can't let you be loud and wrong. Like I, I need you to at least pursue on your own. But in, another in, thought. in, in addressing their side and telling them why you believe their side is wrong or, or, or misguided or whatever, you are explaining your side. You, mm-hmm. It is necessarily a part of that process. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you don't have to. You don't have to come up and be like, "Here is my stump speech platform for all the things I believe." But like, if somebody's loudly telling you something that you know is wrong, and you just address that, then you are telling them what you believe. You be, you believe that this thing is wrong, right? So, right. Yeah. Um, and if they don't have anything to back it up, that's not your fault. No, if, that's and, that's because your argument is weak. Right. If your argument <laughs> you're is wrong. Weak, there's a good chance that yeah, if your argument is that weak, then there's a good chance there's nothing behind it, right? right. And if there's nothing behind it, then why are you then why are you arguing it so fervently? Right. Um, and yeah, like I said, it happens in all aspects of my life. It happened. It happened on Christmas. I was literally having a conversation with my father. About comedy, because I'm a comic. And like yeah. I said, I quit my job to become a full-time actor and performer. And my parents didn't think that was a great idea, like, obviously. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I was a, I, you know, I had like a computer science degree. I did IT work. I was a server administrator. I had like a real career that yeah. I just like quit at the drop of a dime. Um, and they didn't like that. And and my dad, of course, as soon as some stuff started to happen, my dad is all like, well, here's what you need to do with your comedy. And you're kind of political on stage, but I think you, at the end of the day, you got to be funny. And I'm like, ah, nah, 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 nope, nope, stop. I'm not doing this with you because my whole thing, the whole thing that I do on stage, don't tell me how to do that. Like I made that. I made that. And I finally found the thing that I wanted to make. And the whole point of it, he's like, well, you talk about all this, all this uncomfortable stuff. And sometimes people don't like that. And I'm like, that's the point. And I started to try and talk about what we just talked about, where like some people would rather keep the status quo. It's like the Matrix. Mm-hmm. And they say in the Matrix, some people are so dependent on the simulation. Uh, not that I think the world is a simulation. I'm not B.O.B. But uh, I mean, some no, people are so dependent round. on the status quo and not shaking it up that they're willing to fight for it, even though it's not in their best interest, yeah. is all I'm trying to say. And when he, when I and I was trying to explain to him that that's exactly what I'm trying to not do in 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 my career. I'm trying to address that specific concept. My mom, who is upstairs, hearing us getting our, our voices are raising a little mm-hmm. bit because guess what? My dad's louder than me. Where do you think <laughs> it came from? Um, and she comes down the stairs. And she's like, "Okay, okay, okay. Y'all just calm down. 
we, do, we agree you disagree and I'm like no you are doing the thing see that's the thing I'm actually talking about I right. hate that thing she just did I'm not mad at my mom for doing that I'm just saying like thank you for you know for you know for doing demonstrating the exact thing that I'm trying to point out is exactly what I don't want is what I'm trying to break myself free of if if nobody else I'm not gonna convince nobody else to be different right in yeah. reality all I can do is Put my platform out there, put myself out there and try to get as big a platform as possible with that with that belief system. Right. And yeah, so that's that's why that's why it's just like, why do we do that? Why do we do that? You know, we're setting ourselves up for failure. Uh, let's let's wrap this up. We're gonna go into our final segment. Dang, this we're already week. there. Yeah, <laughs> I could have gone like another whole half hour. I on know. This. <laughs> I didn't. We didn't even get into like the aspect of like where people lie to each other about relationships and like sex oh, we'll and stuff. We'll just do a relationship we could, episode. We could totally do man. a relationship episode. Anyway, because oh, I have many feels about that. I have many feels about all things around relationships. I, I just lo- had like a very interesting. I wouldn't say interesting conversation, but uh, just single women there. They mm. fascinate me. They fascinate me a lot. Me too. Uh, <laughs> probably for a different reason. Yeah. Listen, it's all complicated. Uh, okay, but yeah, let's yeah. let's go into this. Yeah. Let's go into this final segment then. Yes. This week in Tell All. So as everybody knows and has probably heard, Fire and Fury mm. is out. Everyone's buying it. Um I gotta say I'm skeptical of how credible it is. Like, do I want to believe all of the fascist saying about Trump? Like, multiple th- people think he's a moron. I believe that. Like, it's I honestly believe that. Um, just so I, be okay. So the author himself isn't necessarily credible. Mm. So it makes me like it's like I want to believe you. You don't make it easy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that. I have a friend who's a journalist who does not like this guy. Mm -hmm. And it was like, look, that guy is fucking bullshit. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't read a word he says. Uh, like not even that he doesn't believe him. He's like, I'm not going to read the article because this dude wrote it. And I'm like, all right, well, but I read it and like, it's not that, look, first of all, first and foremost, I don't believe Trump is like a total moron. That doesn't make sense. How did he get here? There's no way, right? Like, there's no way he's just like a total blood, blub, blubbering idiot, yeah. right? Like, some of that is strategic. Even mm-hmm. if he, I'm not saying he's a genius. He's not. Like, his tweet today about being a, a total genius or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Let's not go that far either, motherfuckers. But, <laughs> but... He's not an he's not just like a blah, 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 moron. Listen to him speak and you know that he is diabolical. Mm-hmm. Watch him how he interacts with his own base and you know he's callous. Right. This is calculated. It's not fake. It's not it's not uh I mean it could be fake, but it's not like accidental, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like so when he like there was a <laughs> it, there was a signing. It's on YouTube. There was a, a signing that he did for his own Make America Great Again motherfuckers, <laughs> where a child walked up to him, gave him a red hat, begged him to sign it, and then he signed it and threw it into the crowd. He didn't even give it back to the child. <laughs> and then the child literally looked up at him and said, "Why?" <laughs> and he laughed in this eight-year-old boy's face. And the boy walked away. <laughs> and he looked around, grabbed another hat from another child, smiled, 
signed it, and did it again. <laughs> he he stole he stole hats from kids who believed in him and threw it into the crowd. Like you shouldn't believe in me because I am made of bullshit, but it's not fake. He's doing it on purpose. So okay. when people say he's a moron, I don't, I don't fuck with that because he got here. We're yeah. here, right? Yeah. And so that part I'm not really with. It's easy to believe that. Mm-hmm. But if we believe that, then that means, I mean, you know, this isn't an original thing that I'm saying, but like John Oliver said this too. It's like if we believe that, okay, well, our president is not fit to be president because he's too much of a moron to be president. But then that means he's too much of a moron to 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 be guilty of all the stuff that he's probably definitely mm-hmm. uh, he's almost certainly guilty yes, of, yeah. which means we have to keep letting him be president. <laughs> so I refuse yeah. to believe this is an accident on his part, right? Or that is not calculated. So that part of Wolf's arguments, I'm not necessarily fucking with. But the appearance of it all. Mm-hmm. I believe that, yeah, the way he describes the situation in the, in the rooms, I believe that, yeah. I think, well, I think, like, well, ultimately what I think is that he is narcissistic, Absolutely. malignantly so, um, impulsive. Yeah. He knows, he does know what he's doing. Like, he knows how to rile a crowd, but... And more importantly, he knows that no matter what he does, there are enough people who are bankrolled by his stupidity mm-hmm. that if, at on some level somebody's going to cover up for his bullshit. Right. Somebody's going to sweep up his up his shit, right? Mm-hmm. Because they have nothing if he goes down. Yeah. And that's how men in power have stayed in power forever, you know? And it just, like, makes me – because, like, you know how at work you have, like, a boss and you, like, explain something to them and you're, like, how are you – how are you my boss? Like, you just seem so, like, stupid. But I I feel like they're doing something right. That's Mm -hmm. why they're my fucking boss. Like, obviously, I'm not doing something right. I'm worrying about how, like, dumb they are. It's, like, not getting me anywhere. It's not getting me promoted. And I just feel like – he is that boss that everyone has that they, when you just think your boss is a complete idiot, but mm-hmm. it's like they are still. I mean, and he and they could be right, but but what they are doing, and this goes back to the stat, the keeping the status quo thing. So it mm-hmm. actually kind of works out that that was the topic that we chose. Um, again, that kind of ego and that kind of like d- damn near sociopathic mm-hmm. pursuit of power and of of putting yourself a level above everybody else in the room, which is a very characteristically white male trait yeah. to have. <laughs> yeah. um, that is something that people view as powerful and and even though, or have in the past, right? Yeah. Like that's been traditionally viewed as powerful. This confident pursuit, mm-hmm. even to the point of looking like a sociopath, makes you a CEO. Um, no, that's true, yeah. And... Again, some people are so unwilling to change the status quo, especially because it means that their life will have to shake up in some way, shape, or form. They're just going to stick by it. They're going to fight for it or back it up, even when they know. Like, you look at people like Sean Spicer, and you know he knows all throughout his tenure as the whatever press secretary. Yeah. You can tell on his face that he knows he's saying wrong stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but he's so willing 
to back up bullshit because it means that he has a platform and he keeps his job and he has money and he gets to work in the White House. And and even he found his breaking point at some point, right? And or mm-hmm. or or he wasn't doing the job good enough and got fired, you know. But whatever the case is, I don't know. I can't I can't sit here and believe that it's all accidental. That's really interesting because there was a study that um, showed that people perceived confident, like for men, if you're perceived as confident, you're perceived as competent. Mm -hmm. And then for a woman, you have to be both confident and warm in order to be considered competent. And I think that was illustrated perfectly with like the last presidential election Mm because like no one really perceives Hillary as warm. I'm like... I don't know. I don't dislike her. Whatever. The yeah, Clintons that's did a, like, the Clintons did enough fucked up shit. Yeah. In the like, 90s and I, even exactly. up to it's now. Like I'm so I don't need to, the 90s. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to fuck with Hillary Clinton personally right. to say that she would have made an infinitely better president right. than Donald Trump. And anybody who's listening to this podcast that disagrees with that, like, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you listening why are you, to this podcast? Why are you listening? <laughs> uh, don't go somewhere. So we don't have to step. Uh, I think I don't think we have to tiptoe around that yeah. at all, right? Like, I don't. I think Hillary Clinton is was a very is is a very fucked up person in yeah. a lot of ways, and not necessarily the best candidate that I would have liked, uh, but certainly undeniably infinitely better than what we got right now. Infinite and just significantly um, competent, and it's just like the fact that like. Trump goes out and he's so bombastic and he's so um, and he just presents himself as if he could everything he says out of his mouth is gold and every, mm-hmm. like he can never be wrong. And mm-hmm. people buy that shit and people believe it and people perceive him like, oh, he will be a great president. He right. must be competent because he is so confident in every single yeah. word that he says. Sure. And, you know, for me personally, that that level of cockiness almost always belies like not having a, a whole lot of self-awareness mm-hmm. uh, because as a person who is very self-aware and knows what my knows who I am, I always doubt myself, right? Like I always have, I'm always doubting my limits and maybe putting my limits, maybe a little bit, I shortchange myself a little mm-hmm. bit. Like people who are that confident and that bombastic about how like, Man, sometimes I just look at it and I'm like, mm, you're just not self-aware. Right. You just you just don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and you and you want to believe in yourself because you don't think about yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, you choose to do that, right? Like you choose to just stay that way. But yeah, I don't know. My my thing about that the the article though, because you bring up Hillary, is that like what I am so fucking sick of right now is all of these breathless long articles that are still talking mad shit about Hillary Clinton and like how she should like don't quit your day job Hillary like you're not going to be pre- don't run for president again get a new hobby and it's like what the fuck are you talking about first of all get a new hobby this is the most accomplished politician in the modern era like right. she she's one of the the only thing she didn't do is be the president right <laughs> that's like the only thing she didn't do is be the president uh, when it comes to politics, she did everything. She was in the fucking cabinet. She was in right. the Senate. She was a first lady. She did everything. She was a lawyer before all that, you know? Um, she was the fucking secretary of state. She did everything except be the president. And people were like, get a new hobby, Hill. Like, fuck you. That is so <laughs> dripping with misogyny. And like, yeah. fine, whatever. Hillary Clinton shouldn't run for president again. We should definitely move on as a, as a leftist 
party, right? Or as right. the left-leaning part of the, the country should move on from the Clintons as a fam- political family. But the notion that all of these publications, web publications, uh, newspapers, magazines are still devoting so much ink and so much video time and so much so many words out of their fucking anchors about how Hillary is fucking up out here. And then they tiptoe all the way around the whole block before they say that Trump lied out loud on TV when they literally will show a video of him lying and then go like, so what do you think? Do you think that the president misstated the facts? He's like, (laughs) motherfucker lie. Just say it. 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 Say that he lied. (laughs) And that's the one thing that I will that I'll give this fire and fury thing credit for is that like if this guy is not completely fabricating this shit, which I don't think he is completely fabricating, yeah. it, he might be em- embellishing some stuff. Yeah, but like at least he you can say what you want about his credibility or whether or not he actually had the access he says he had, but at least he's fucking saying it. Yeah, at least he's going like, I, who fucking cares about Hillary? Look what's happening in the White House. Presently. Hillary's not in the White House. She's not even on the Senate floor. She's right. not even she's not anywhere. Why are we talking about her? The only reason we're talking about her is because this woman dared to fucking try and be president and almost did it. And yeah. now they're trying to everything they fucking can to tear her down. It's the same thing they did to Barack Obama after he left his office. I have my problems with Obama too in certain ways. But in in the wake of his presidency, I see how much effort he put into getting this shit done the right way and putting yes. it all this all the pieces in place in the exact p- plan that he wanted to have and then they're so mad they that they just want to tear it down all down and make it invalidated even though they can't they're trying right. and they can't there's nothing to tear it down because he did it all the right way he did it he played by their fucking rules mm-hmm. and so they have to break their own rules bra- brazenly Rules that they set out eight years before going like, this is the rule. This is the only yeah. way it can be done. And we ain't going to let no nigger come, on, come in here and do it differently. And then he did it their way. And they're, and they're still like, we can't have it. You know what I mean? Like, that's their only thing right now. And and so, I yeah, I'm just like, I just, there ain't no, there's no, there's no, I don't know. I get really upset because there's no. There's no heart to any of this shit, right? Like, there's no heart to any of the the bashing Hillary or mm-hmm. all the words and all. It's just for clicks. It's yeah. just because they know yeah. people get mad about it. It's just that they know that people who are in Trump's camp will be like, yeah, lock her up. Yeah. And it's like, dude, why can't we, again, why can't we just talk about the truth? Like, when, when people join the Black Lives Matter movement, which literally the whole movement just says, hey, People are killing us. Can we acknowledge that out loud? Or the Me Too stuff is like, hey, people are raping women at every right. turn. Every every aspect of women's life is beset by the possibility of being raped. Can right. we just say that out loud and deal with it when it happens? And everybody goes, mm, terrorists. Like, that's, <laughs> that's how. I mean, they're disrupting the status quo. So they right. must be terrorists. That's, what, that's all I'm saying. That's why this shit is so important to me. Because it is right. like every single part of our lives, every part part of our society has this problem and it and we're building bullshit on top of bullshit and it's like when are we ever gonna actually address that stuff and so at least at the very very fucking least i'll give is it michael wolf is that the name yeah, of, yeah. Of the, the art the, the the author of the book uh well his last name is wolf, wolf. mr yeah. wolf whatever your <laughs> first name is i forget yeah. who cares he's kind of a piece of shit that is true <laughs> i think um, it's michael wolf. 
but it doesn't the matter. One, the one piece of credit I will give him that, that maybe some other people don't want to give is that, like, yo, at least he fucking, whether he embellished it or not, at least he's out here saying, like, yo, this guy's a fucking asshole and isn't actually <laughs> there is no part of this where he is mistaken about what he's doing he is an asshole <laughs> and he's choosing to be an asshole he didn't even want to win blah 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 whether that's true or not but like he's he's literally just saying it and he's right. not putting it about some like ideological dispute between him and the other side it's like this guy dick yeah that's all you need to know and that and that's that's what I'm saying. It's like right. they'll they'll call they'll call, they'll basically call Hillary a fucking stupid bitch all day long without saying those exact words, but they won't do the same thing for the literal president who's literally fucking up every day. Right. And I can't I can't sit and watch that anymore. You know what I mean? And so while I don't know if I agree with everything he's saying <laughs> in the in the article or in the book, it's just like man, at least he's saying something. Because what are, what's the rest of y'all cowards doing out here? So true. You know. Moral of the story, let's just burn the world down. Well, Fuck it. I don't know about all that. I'm you. We can keep Maybe a couple stages for me to get on. <laughs> but yeah, burn the rest of it. As long as there's a comedy club I can get paid at. Right. Uh, yeah, but nah, I mean, yeah. Was there something else you wanted to... Oh, no, I just... Uh, was there something else you wanted? Because like... No, from the article, up. I mean. Yeah. Um, no. Nah. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, how do you feel like, about it? No, it's it's gonna be like oversaturated, and I feel all of the thing. I agree with everything you said. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is oversaturated, but at least at least in that situation, it gives us more opportunities to actually talk. And like, I just want. I, I, I feel like I like I feel like I came. I feel like I'm promoting my book. Like, <laughs> Let's talk about it by Bill Bullock. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a book. Out in uh, June. <laughs> dude, I should write a book. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like every opportunity we have to do this stuff, even if we miss it, at least at least let's attempt to seize on it, right? Like right. at least let's like let's not ignore, especially when it's as important as the president yeah. of the United <laughs> States, the actual president who actually is the president, not someone who didn't become the president, you know what I mean? Um like and people don't shit on Bernie for being a flawed candidate. Exactly. Like there's nobody that, doing that. No, it's, well, it's he's so, a white man, so it's so nakedly dripping with misogyny that we're even having this debate. Right. And and you know I just that's what I want to say. Right. Like why are we having this conversation about whether or not the article about Hillary was bad? Why did they write it? That's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Did they write it for a good reason or did they write it because they know that the country is misogynist and patriarchal and white supremacist and would rather have that debate forever than mm-hmm. actually address the real shit? I mean, yeah, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, uh, that is so that's my moral, y'all. If you're hearing this <laughs> and you hear somebody say some bullshit, tell them that they're talking bullshit. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, call people out. Like, don't be afraid and... Let tension happen. How else are we going to progress? And if your friends don't back you up when they know you're right and they, and they apologize to you later, this is what you say to them. That's fine. I don't expect everybody to be the crazy motherfucker I am. <laughs> but I would hope that the next time something like that happens, if you know that the person is right and they're getting silenced, you should back them up. Right. Mm. And that's it. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, thanks so much for tuning in. You can like us on Facebook at Unlearn. You can follow us on Twitter at Unlearn underscore shy. 
You can follow me at cat underscore unlearned. Oh, me? Is yeah. it me now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, mostly Instagram at Bill R. Bullock, B-U-L-O-O-C-K. Uh, you can write to us at unlearnpodcasts at gmail.com. Check out the website, unlearnpodcast.com. Links to James T. Green for our music and graphics. You can listen to us on your preferred podcast provider. Hit subscribe and rate our show. Unlearn is a proud member of Post Loudness and the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. So until next time, uh, talk, talk to someone. Let tension happen. Fuck it up. Feel it and then fucking fix it. Yes. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Post loudness. Audio on the French.